I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Monday, March the 20th, and we are so thankful to have you with us for our broadcast. We welcome you, those listening on the radio today, 95.9 FM, those on the radio app and those on the podcast, we welcome you, and those who are joining us today by way of Facebook and those on YouTube. Thank you so much for tuning in on this uh, beautiful cold, sunny Monday. We are glad that you're here. I need to introduce myself. My name is Jeremy Coburnett, and uh, I feel bad I, I abandoned you for about two weeks. Brother Nathan filled in and did a wonderful job. Uh, I was gone for a week, and then uh, last week I was here, but Brother Nathan was gone. Well, the problem is I can talk, but I can't do all the controls. Uh, Brother Nathan can talk and do all the controls. So anyway, he had recorded for last week so that we would still have the winning side for uh, the entire week while he was gone. And uh, we're so glad to be back with you. And I do want to say a big thank you to Brother Nathan. A lot of extra work and time uh, to not only teach and not only to share the, uh, the message, but then also to do all of the video and all of the radio and all of the internet uh, work that he did. And I certainly appreciate Brother Nathan and uh, his uh, ministry. Many times it's behind the scenes. But uh, when I'm not here, I know for a fact that this, uh, this uh, Winning Side broadcast is in great hands with Brother Nathan. And I appreciate him, uh, all, all that he does every day, but especially these last two weeks. We had a great day yesterday in church. Um, I thank the Lord for Sundays, and yesterday was an exciting day, good spirit, good attendance. Uh, we had a baptism last night, we voted on a new missionary family last night, and it was just a great day, and I'm looking forward to now, we are just under three weeks away from Easter, and I hope that you are praying already, inviting people. We've already got the flyers that we're already passing out. Of course, that's in addition to our Bible distribution that's going on, uh, but we're looking forward to Easter Sunday just around the corner. Sunday, April the 9th is Easter, and I hope you be ready for that. A happy birthday yesterday to Madison Midget, and then today, happy birthday to Lillian Anderton and Brittany Proctor. Hope you have a wonderful day today, and then a happy anniversary today to Matthew and Kaylee Insko, and I hope you folks have a wonderful day, and uh, I thank the Lord for you as well. Uh, let's be in prayer today. Let's pray for our school. Uh, our school is back in session. Last week was spring break, and it was a good, it was cold week, but it was a good week uh, for our teachers and students and families, but uh, school's back in session. Let's pray for our school. Let's pray for our missionaries. Let's pray for one another, and uh, let's uh, pray that God would use us. Pray that maybe God would use you today to be an encouragement to somebody, uh, to be a witness to somebody, to, to share the gospel, to share your testimony uh, with somebody today. I want to go to a song, and here's a great song from Monday. Uh, it's a song about the name of Jesus, and I thank God for the wonderful name uh, that we get to say and speak and praise and honor and glorify the name of Jesus. Right after this song, we'll be in our Bible study in Psalm 119. 
Some call it progress and we must conform Or we will be left by the change This new world religion serves the God of their choice But salvation still comes in one name That name is Jesus Sweet Rose of Sharon Spotless and pure Lamb of God Jesus Lion of Judah Promised Emmanuel God's Son Jesus my Lord and Creator Defeated and conquered the grave Jesus this world's only Savior Jesus what a wonderful the great leaders who sleep in their graves one day will bow and proclaim he's lord of all glory the crown king of kings all creation will thunder his name that name is jesus sweet rose of sharon spotless and pure lamb of god Lion of Judah, promised Emmanuel, God's Son. Jesus, my Lord and Creator, defeated and conquered the grave. Jesus, this world's only Savior. Jesus, what a wonderful name. That name is Jesus. Sweet Rose of Sharon, spotless and pure Lamb of God. Jesus, Lion of Judah, promised Emmanuel, God's Son. Jesus, my Lord and Creator, defeated and conquered the grave. Jesus, this world's only Savior. Jesus, what a wonderful name. Jesus, this world's only Savior. Jesus, what a wonderful name. Wonderful name. Amen for that. Jesus, what a wonderful name. And uh, I hope that uh, you have spent some time today talking to Jesus and uh, praising Him and worshiping Him. And uh, if you're listening today and you do not know Jesus, I want to remind you, the Bible says there is uh, no salvation through any other name except by the name of Jesus. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Jesus is the only way of salvation. And Jesus is the only way to find happiness and contentment and satisfaction and peace and joy. Uh, it all comes through Jesus. And I hope you know Jesus today. Psalm 119, we have been in this section, verses 113 to verse 120. And we saw in verse number 113, we saw David said that he hated vain thoughts. There's a hatred for vain thoughts. But he says, but thy law do I love. We saw in verse 114, David talks about God as his 
hiding place, a place where he can go for shelter, a place of refuge, a place of covering. We saw in verse number uh, 116, uh, that uh, David was held up by the power of God. And in verse uh, 114, David said, My hope is in the word of God. And then we saw in verse number 117 that David was helped. His help came from the word of God. His help came from uh, the, the, the words of God that ministered to him every day. Today, I want you to see the end of verse number 117. We're in Psalm 119. And verse number 117, it says, Hold thou me up, and I shall be safe. And the second half of that verse says, And I will have respect unto thy statutes continually. The word I want to give you today, number six, in this section, here's our outline. Number six is the word honor. And I get that word honor where David says, I will have respect unto thy statutes continually. Now, we're not just talking about when uh, the national anthem is played and, of course, you know, you stand. Uh, or when uh, the, the Pledge of Allegiance, you put your hand over your heart. We're not just talking about that. I'm not talking about a formality. I'm not saying uh, that we should have lip service in, in, re in, in uh, referring to the Word of God. I think we ought to have a life that is lived completely, totally uh, out of a reverence and a respect for the Word of God. David had that kind of reverence for God's Word. He had that reverence when he was a boy. Uh, as a boy, as a young uh, Jewish boy, I was talking about this a little bit last night where uh, the Bible says in Psalm 71 that David trusted in God. He hoped in God from his youth. We don't know a lot about David's youth, but we know in his youth that he was a shepherd boy. Uh, we know in his youth that he, he faced a lion and he faced a bear in order to protect his sheep. We know as a youth, as a young person, David fought Goliath. And when David uh, faced Goliath, David knew, he said, uh, you're not going to defy uh, my God. You're not going to talk about my God. The Lord is going to deliver you into my hand. Well, how did David know that? He knew that from the word of God. I think he knew that. I think he'd read uh, the account of creation. Uh, in Genesis. I think he had read the account of the children of Israel leaving Egypt with God uh, outstretching his mighty arm and his power. And David said, if God can do all of that for them, God can do the same for me. God can give me the victory. David had respect as a boy. David had respect as a young man. You know, I believe it's so important for children to have a proper respect for the word of God. A uh, friend, don't let the Bible, uh, don't let it just be a book that sits on the shelf. May it be a book that is read and a book that is talked about, a book that is studied, a book that is memorized, uh, a book that we live by, not just uh, that we pick up on the way to church. But David had respect for the Word of God as a boy, as a young man, but then David had uh, respect when he was the king. And I'll tell you what, when you get power, that's when you find out if you really love God or not. Uh, I'll, here, here's a good one. You say, I love God. I want to serve God. What happens when you get a promotion at work and that promotion means that you're not going to be able to be in church? What happens when there's a raise, but that raise means you have to move to a place where there is no good Bible preaching church for you and for your family? Well, you say, well, uh, we'll find a church. Well, maybe. But I'll tell you this. 
you and I, we need to live our lives and build our lives around the Word of God and build your life around the church because that is the pillar and the ground of the truth. That is God's plan for His people. And David, when he was king, even when he was on the throne, even when he had the crown upon his head, he still said, I'd rather have the Word of God than all these riches and all of these treasures. This was a respect and a reverence that David had throughout his entire life. You know, I hope the same will be true in my life. I can say this as a boy, uh, I was taught to respect the Bible. Uh, I had parents that taught the Bible. I had parents that read the Bible to me. I had parents that encouraged me to memorize the Bible. I was talking last night in the service about uh, the Awana program that I was in uh, at the Berean Baptist Church in Rockford, Illinois when I was a boy. And we, we studied and we learned uh, memory verses. And at the end of the year, we would get an award. I remember at the end of my sixth grade year, I got a trophy. And I, boy, I thought that I was the, uh, the, the, the greatest thing since peanut butter. You know, I got this trophy and I got this presentation for, for all of these books and all of these verses and all of these things that I had done throughout those years. You know, what's amazing is here I am, 43 years old. So a lot of uh, that was 35 years ago, whatever, 30, 35 years ago. But I still remember and I can still quote verses that I memorized as a child. And uh, friend, I want to tell you, say, well, I'm already in my, I'm in my 30s or 40s or 50s or 60s. Well, fine, you can still memorize. But do all that you can to instill in your children and your grandchildren the importance of memorizing Scripture. You say, well, how do I get them motivated? Well, we, we use motivation for a lot of things, for sports and for academics, and I don't think it's a bad thing to, to offer uh, prizes, to say, hey, you memorize this verse, or you memorize these verses, or you memorize this, and uh, we'll go get ice cream or whatever. You say, well, I don't think we ought to do that. Well, why not encourage people? Why not uh, give uh, uh, incentives for doing something that is good and something that will, will help these children for years to come? But we see that uh, David had respect for the Word of God. I had parents that taught me. I had Sunday school teachers. I had Christian school teachers. I had a youth pastor that instilled in me the importance of the Word of God. I've had pastors that have stood up and faithfully preached the Word of God, even when it wasn't popular, uh, even when members left or people got upset because they preached the truth and they preached it like it was. But I want to have respect for the Word of God, not just in my childhood, not just in my teen years, not just in my early adult years, not just in my years of parenting. You know, for my wife and I, we've got it settled what we believe, and we've got it settled. Here's what the Bible says, and this is what we're going to do. But sometimes your children will test you. And sometimes when it's your children, you, you want to be the, the friend, and you don't want to be the parent. You don't want to have to say no. You don't want to have to put your foot down. And I understand there's a balance to all of that. I'm not saying you need to be, you know, the Gestapo, but I'm saying this. Uh, as parents, we ought to love our children, but we ought to love them so much that we teach them the truth and we, and we instill in them the truths of the Word of God. When you respect something, you do what it says. And if we have respect for the Word of God, we're not just going to say, oh, yeah, yeah, that's nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good story. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, that's kind of that's cute. We're going to say, oh, no, we have a reverence and a respect for the Word of God. It's going to affect how we live. And David says, I will have respect unto thy statutes continually. Not just today, not just this week, not just this month, not just this year, but I'm going to continually have a respect and a reverence for the Word of God. I hope you have a great day today. Thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll look forward to a great day tomorrow. God bless you.
winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.